Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Drink Wine, Spill Tea, even during this difficult time. This is our last episode with Sensorious Podcast, for now, and it's the juiciest one yet. We hope you've enjoyed our little collaboration, and we can't wait to continue our partnership. Check them out at Sensorious Podcast. We will still be releasing Point Blake episodes regularly, and there may be some surprise remote guests coming up. Like I said, you can't get rid of us that easily. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can also follow us on Instagram at drinkwine underscore spill tea, Twitter at drinkwine spill tea with the letter T, not the word, or email us your tea at drinkwinespilltea at gmail.com. We're being more selective now, so only the juiciest tea will be revealed on the podcast. We hope you're staying inside, staying sane, washing your hands, drinking wine, and, of course, spilling tea. Enjoy the episode, bitches. We spill it. So you'll spill it. What will it be tonight? Red. Or white. A Zana blender burgundy. Drink wine. Spill tea. We're recording, too, because I want this on air. To lob shots from fucking 150-something street in Harlem about me drinking Coronas all the way in northern New Jersey (laughs) because it's in poor taste is fucking asinine, my guy. You're supposed to get on here. I'm supposed to spray bullshit. And you're supposed to just help me fucking clean up this mess that I make (laughs) while offering just like these beautifully concise wrap-ups of the things that we talk about. Instead, I'm getting shit on for the... Oh, my God. Fuck. This welcome, everyone, to Sensories and Friends, part three of three in our series with our friends at Drink, Wine, Spill, Tea, uh, apparently brought to you by the New York Post today. Uh, We have a madman speaking about Corona beer. Um, Honestly... The poor taste is in in the mouthfeel and the actual taste of the beer with Corona. And as far as I'm concerned, see, that's fair, too. Extra is not great. And light is fucking water. So I I don't know where to go. I think that was a beautifully written monologue, though. It was moving. I appreciate that. Yeah, I do. It was moving. It was like a Paula Vogel. It was good. Yeah, I would use it at an open call. Thank you for joining us, everyone, this week. uh, We have in our part three of three with our friends who drink wine, spill tea. We both uh, run podcasts uh, where people get to tell their stories. They get to air their laundry and their juice and their sauce. And I'm not sure what else the kids are calling it these days, but uh, the goods. And we sat back when brainstorming part three of our series. And we're like, you know what? Why don't we step up to the plate that we ask all of our guests to step up to? And maybe we'll tell a little tale or two today. So this is episode 30 called Vice is Nice. We will do a round table of everyone just telling sloppy, saucy, slim, slam, flim, flam tales of how they've misconducted and conducted themselves uh, throughout their lives and uh, me very much included. So welcome, Jamie and CJ. Thank you guys so much for tuning in again from across the country. I think I might move to Georgia and run. Run Run for mayor? (laughs) Yeah, no, run a marathon. <laughs> you better run raise fast, money, my friend. You have some raise, melanin and in raise, you. And raise money to fucking close down the, the government again. <laughs> you got to raise at least 15 bucks for every resident or people are going to be angry. Right. I mean, is there 15 bucks to spare per resident in Georgia? Yeah, girl. Oh, my gosh. There's some wealthy Did I just people take in Georgia? Georgia. Oh, shit. Got a couple buddies from Georgia and they're in their suburbs, Georgia. You know what I right. mean? Right. They'll probably only give money yeah. to you, though, because the rest of us are some kind of minority. So <laughs> true. I mean, I'm fucking Puerto Rican. Oh, dog, just kidding. So OK, I, so I then fit. none of us get money. You know what I mean? I'm a Washington Heights <laughs> Jenny from the block backup dancer to those motherfuckers. Out there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I saw you on MTV, friend. You, you should do to- that show in color. Everyone was meet the Jeffersons or some shit. Uh, oh, you know that show on BET, the one where all them color folks were doing it. Oh, uh, that's what I think of when I think. I of think the it was South, called man. Oprah or something. But uh, Stop. so who 
today we are truth telling um, uh. and passing the juice Jamestown style. Who, uh, for Jamie's benefit, that's where a bunch of people oh, drank Kool-Aid that was poisoned because they were Christian. I really had no idea. Um, and <laughs> and uh, I didn't either. That <laughs> was really at a loss. <laughs> oh, yeah, Daddy. We're passing the Kool-Aid around. <laughs> oh, the Kool-Aid is being passed. Does, is there someone that is, should I just kick it off? Should I be the sacrificial poet? on this slam today and just tell my yeah, you start. first tale. Cause I have two. Yeah, get it going. Mine and Jamie's is very long. We have, we have teamed up on a story. Good. So you guys will be Ooh. the real meat of the sandwich. So after I go, then you guys can go and then we'll bring in uh, to, to carry us home. I love that. Uh, unconsciously. I love that. In his Uber. Love that. Okay. So my story of vice and of debauch, uh, my first one, um, is more, I think it's more potent to me because of the shame involved. So my first job was working at a movie theater in Arizona, a very popular <laughs> movie theater called <laughs> and I uh, swept popcorn uh, during my time there. I was an usher. Uh, I made some great friends there. We're still, you know, the ushers run really. Did you just say that you were <laughs> Usher Raymond? Is that what you just told me? Not quite, not quite, not quite. But I do have a confession. And so, oh, oh, <laughs> a fucking boy. <laughs> and so our boss was this like sort of like ex-military guy with a buzz cut named Mr. McMahon, which is like a joke name for like a mean, like cis white man, like Mr. McMahon. I love that. <laughs> uh, and and there was like all this lore about him, about what his life was like, like uh, if he was like Mormon or if he was like uh, born again or something, but we knew it was something intense. And he wore these, like he, he looked kind of like John Cena in these, in these like uh, dress shirts that he'd walk around in and had like a big old watch. Like he was terrifying. And uh, so he was my boss for three years. Like I get, I went back there in between years of college, like during the summer I'd work at this movie theater, like Mr. McMahon knows me on site. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's few people that can, you know, blend into the darkness. Identify you this, in a police lineup. Yeah, that work at this movie theater. Like, I was a pair of eyes and teeth floating around those dark hallways for three years <laughs> to Mr. McMahon. And so cut to, like, three <laughs> to four years later, I am attending a showing of some film with uh, my mom and sister. And uh, my sister... Uh, really is like at the time was like a professional vapor. She was really good at vaping. <laughs> and so I was not okay. a professional vapor, uh, but I was interested in vaping. And she is also good at peer pressure. And so <laughs> she was like, have you ever vaped during a movie? And I was like, <laughs> these are some words. And she's like, it's really easy. And she pulls out the vape and hits it super hard and then opens her purse and bends down like during the previews of the movie and like blows into the purse and then closes the purse or something and it, and it sort of dissipates. And then she's like, watch this. And she does it again and does it into her thick sweatshirt. And I'm like sweating bullets. I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> this is fucked up. We're in a movie theater. I used to fucking bust people doing this all the fucking time. Like, they'd be like, Chris, like, there's people having sex in theater, too. Can you stop him? Like, yeah, for sure. And then I take a sharp turn into the family restroom and hide for the next 15 minutes till someone else has inevitably you done it for in me. the back and throw fucking Mike and Ice at people. <laughs> um, excuse, oh, excuse, oh, excuse me, sir. Oh, excuse me, sir excuse or me. madam, please. What were those cookie dough bites? Do you know what I'm talking about in movie theaters? Oh, my God, I it's loved those. Time. I loved yeah, those. those. Crack. Those were so good. Also, only 15 minutes. You're gi not giving them enough credit. I mean, but I don't know. They're in a movie theater. I've never done anything in a movie theater because I was raised in uh, this uh, very stringent environment. So, so long story short, uh, my sister's vaping up a cloud. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And this is like still during the pre-show. So I said it was during the trailers. It's actually during the pre-show. So it was still kind of light in the theater, too. And I'm like, oh, shit. And she's like, Chris, That's fucking ballsy. Yeah, yeah. She's like, Chris, do it. Fucking do it. And my mom's there. <laughs> my mom's doing something else. But I'm sitting uh, I, and she gives me the vape. And I'm like, all right, here I go. I'm being peer pressured by my younger sister. And <laughs> I hit 
<laughs> I hit the vape and I was like something and I it got inside me and I panicked. <laughs> like I heard a high whistling, time slowed down. And as time slows down, I'm like, okay, Chris, you can't do the purse anymore. You can't, you don't have a sweatshirt. Didn't think of that. You're just going to smog it. You're just going to sort of let it seep out of your nose. Don't laugh. Mm. Don't exhale too much. Just let it come out and it'll dissipate. It'll be thin. It'll be nice. And I was like, okay. And so I'm letting it go out of my nose. It's this like creamy white, it's vape, you know, liquid or whatever. And it's coming out of my nose. It's billowing out. We're good. We're good. All of a sudden the lights start to go dark and I go, "Uh oh, and it like, it's like something in me is like, oh, and, and uh, more starts pouring out, starts shooting out like hydraulically from my nose, thick clouds. And they start to obscure the screen. They start to obscure the light that's going to the screen. You see like this, like wavy smoke, like it's a fucking Del Toro picture. You're like, oh my God, like, are we in Jack the Ripper's London? What the fuck's with all this fog? I didn't remember Lionsgate taking place in, in Atlantis. Uh, and so there's Lionsgate. fucking fog coming up. And then in the front row, I see this familiar buzzed cut stand up. And Mr. Fucking McMahon is in the front row. And he looks at me and I still have smoke coming out of my nose like a dumbass. And the rest of it comes out because I panic more. And then he like stares at me and he has this inscrutable you know, expression that I still think of in my dreams. And I'm still not sure if he's like disappointed. I think it was more disappointed. Like he's like, Oh, it was disappointment. It was fucking yeah. Chris, Chris, you're going to come in here to the showing of Stuart little returns and fucking <laughs> smile. Get up. My man, you're going to do me like that. We used to break up sex together. My bro, we we're in the fucking trenches. My guy. Yeah. That's fucked. It dude. was extremely painful. And then from my mother's perspective, she's she's sitting two chairs away from me and she's like well think of my experience i'm watching i'm like i don't remember Lionsgate taking place in an atlantis like setting and then i turn and i'm like who the fuck is this it's my children it's my chill adult children oh my god are so vaping in public in this movie theater that my son the same location my son has worked at for almost half a decade. It was two of you too. Fucking shameful. Oh my oh god. god. And sure How I have long my did shirt. it take for her to get over that. My mom? Yeah, she was pissed oh, like, about that for a while. No, I like the tell. opening credits. She's pretty cool. Uh, it's me. Oh, it's nuts. me that's haunted by it. And sure, like I have my blackout stories and and for definitely my fair share of uh showing up in places I don't remember. But that one for me is a, I think a good icebreaker because it involves that that key p- pungent element of shame and vape smoke and vape smoke. Yeah, <laughs> I love and now that. onto your feature presentation. I love um, that. Yeah, Jamie, CJ, who wants Jamie who and wants CJ? To... Uh, if I'm correct, this is the story of the time that CJ died in Jamie's arms. Is that correct? So y- yes. So we we just have so many stories that we really could tell, especially we're currently in the one year anniversary of when we were in Spain together and plenty of stories from there, oh, but the audience has been demanding those stories. this specific story for quite some time. And for a while, um, we weren't able to talk about it without arguing. <laughs> so we've, we've decided to put aside our differences <laughs> so that we could tell this story because we feel like it's important that um, it's hurt. <laughs> Take I'm it nervous. away. So, <laughs> so as so as everyone knows or should know, Jamie and I worked at a summer stock together, summer of 2017. Um, we so the the whole season was in rep. So we did Mama Mia Newsies in West Side, but we would like rehearse them all and then perform them like every other day and stuff. So once we were done rehearsing, we were just like. I also think it's important to note that we were at very high altitude. So everything that we did there just kind of hit a little harder. Like you had two drinks and it's almost equivalent to like six. You know, you take one like <laughs> five gram gummy, you know, use your imagination. Mm-hmm. Go on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and and to put on top of that we were in Colorado so obviously marijuana is legal there so not only not that that would have stopped like anybody before but like 
so everything was like regulated and it was like gummies, cookies, cookie dough. And there were just huge dispensaries. So obviously everyone that hadn't worked in Colorado before, like didn't live there. We were all super interested in the dispensaries and like going there and everything. And I've never been like a big like smoker to begin with, like really anything. But like my friend smoked pot in college, but I was like, whatever, like I'll take a hit. It's not my thing, whatever. So but there, everyone was doing it as if we were just, like, drinking. So when we were, like, partying after shows and stuff or, like, at cast parties, like, people would take an edible or drink a little bit and stuff. So I was like, okay, like, whatever. Why not? Like, it's the same thing. God, I fucking love And that. so, right? So. It was not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it was not the same. So. <laughs> so, um. We're opening Newsies, which I was, uh, that was kind of like my opening night in a way. Like everyone was a prominent role in like at least one of the shows. And Newsies was the one where I was like, okay, this is like a special night for me. And so I was like, yeah, like I'm going to party a little bit harder. Like we'll, we'll do it, whatever. So we're okay. pre-gaming and I take like what, Jamie, what Did is like one cookie edible? Like the milligrams. Usually a cookie is about 10 grams. No, but what is like one? Yeah, it's 10 grams. Is it so 10 grams? Half probably probably like right. 10. So, yeah, 10's pretty popular. So there's like a perforated, yeah. right. So there's a perforated line. So it says like exactly how much you should yeah. be taking. So you know, like I'm either taking 10 or five. And so I just took five because I was like, every other time I've taken some of this, it's been like whatever. So I'm just going to like chill. And so I took my five. I'm good. I'm Gucci. I take like a fireball shot, a parentheses one fireball shot and i'm like okay great but i'm still feeling like fine so we get to the cast party at this restaurant in this town that is like quite literally the size of my living room like that's how big the town is bars like one like mexican restaurant and then like a little like window where you can get some fast food by a beach it is like the smallest everyone knows each other it's incestual and everyone is wealthy and white (laughs) And we are like, we are like the celebrities of that town. Like, like you cannot go somewhere without them being like stopping you. And like, you are like Oscar award nominated, like not even Tony's Oscars. Like (laughs) everyone loves Oscars. That's fucking hot No, it's pretty dope. Like we were, we were really, we were it. Yeah, it really is. So (laughs) you will never recover. (laughs) I swear to God, you'll never experience a fucking thing like this in your life. (laughs) I wish, I wish we were like exaggerating too. It's you won't. And so, truly, the best summer of my life. But other than this, and so um, we're at the opening night cast party for Newsies. Blah blah blah. We're hanging. Me and my roommate are just like sitting there at the bar or at this table talking to the mayor of the town, which sounds like a big deal, but it's really not. Like, he's just, like, a man. <laughs> just but, a guy who owns a hardware shop. Truly, truly. But he's... <laughs> and a big pair of scissors. Right. <laughs> yeah, truly. He has to cut the ribbons. But we're just having we're just having a good time with him, <laughs> chatting up, and I start to, like, feel myself, like, really just, like, not being invested in the conversation anymore. And I'm like, wow, like, I'm I'm definitely starting to get a little bit high. And let me remind you, I have still only, at this point, I have ordered a Moscow Mule, but I have not had any of it. But I did have a fireball shot and a five milligram edible. And right, so mm-hmm. I'm sitting there just talking away. And then suddenly my eyes open and I'm staring at the ceiling <laughs> with... People just like surrounding me and like bending down towards me like, oh my God, CJ, they're asking me if I'm okay. They're like looking at me and I'm like looking around. I can't even speak yet. I'm like, what just happened? Passed out and his head slammed into the table we were on and he fell to the ground and was onto the floor. (laughs) And then my head hit the floor too. Holy shit. So, so we're just, I'm, I'm laying there just looking up at all these people, like my trusted castmates, just like surrounding me, all the patrons of the theater, the, the townies, just everyone is staring at me. The townies, the, the fucking the director, townies. Everyone is truly like crutchy down, like what we lost him. Crutchy is down. Crutchy is down. And so I'm like, crutchy oh needs a wheelchair. Truly. So. My roommate and our friend Logan, they're like picking me up and like our choreographer is like, hey, are you good? Like they're like, just get him outside, like get him some air. And the, mind you, do you remember that woman that was like, 
<laughs> what did she say? She was like, you need, do you yeah, want me to get your crutch? Running away. <laughs> like, a like, like she's tripping over yourself. <laughs> she, she's like fucked up. Like my body, my body is like a limp. Like I can't even like form words. And she's like, you want me to get your crutch? <laughs> Yeah, call and, back. And my friends are like, "Can you <laughs> shut the fuck up? Like, we've got it." So they bring me out. These like old biddies are like used to this by now. They're like, "This is a typical Saturday." These people are, <laughs> mind you, my directors literally just thought I was fucked up. Like, there's this like gay married couple. They just thought I was like so fucked up that I just like passed out. Little did they know. So I'm like out there. <laughs> And I'm like continuously like blacking out this whole time. Like my friends and are like holding me right? Like my oh. body is literally like I'm like coherent and then I'm just like falling. I'm throwing up everywhere. I'm like trying to stand on my own. And then like they're like trying to like they're having to like hold my body up and I like fall onto like the ground like eight times. And everyone in this town is truly standing like faces to the window, like watching me do this, like, oh my God. I'm like blacking out and then like my body is like convulsing while this is all happening and my roommate Drew is like (laughs) like he makes everybody go away and I'm like standing in the street like trying to catch my breath like I'm finally like a little bit more coherent and I'm like I don't know what's going on and he's like CJ do you understand that like you fell like your head hit the ground and then bounced back up like and I'm like sitting there like crying like I don't know And so by this time, like all these, like, there's like a couple of people out there. Also, one of my other best friends from the summer had no clue that this happened. So the next day she comes up to me and goes, where were you last night? I was like, somebody has to tell you. But anyway, where was it? Because it's not going to be me. Ask anyone in the town. No, Yeah, seriously. I'm like, look it up. Like. Ask any one of the 30 like, towns. Check people. my Wikipedia okay. page. You'll find it. Like, Ask so, the ensemble of this town yeah. and they will tell. Ask anyone. The Wells Fargo oh wagon God. was a coming down I'm the getting, street. It was the headline. Big fucking so they, big, they bring oh, me back yeah, to the cabin yeah, and great. I'm like, people are still partying. Like our friend Amanda is like bringing home pamphlets. Like people have like are truly some people just like had no clue this happened to me because everyone is so just like messed up. So we're in the cabin. Jamie, our friend Kristen, and then our choreographer come into the cabin and they're like up like talking to me and they're like, hey, like, are you okay? And I'm like, truly, I can't even answer the question because I had no clue. I'm like, I think I'm just more like shaken up, scared because like I didn't know what was happening. Like, I have no clue why this happened. They're like, are you epileptic? Like, have you ever had seizures before? And I was like, no. So they get me to call the doctor and I'm telling the doctor and he's like asking me questions like, did you hit your head? And I'm like, I don't think so. And then like, and the choreographer hey. just nods his head very slowly. Like <laughs> she's like, yes, you did. <laughs> and I was like, OK, I'm being told I did hit my head. I'm being told. Okay, sir, I'd like to retract. I'd like to retract. People are my telling me sir. what happened to my own <laughs> yes. body. And they're like, can you get to the hospital? And I'm like, um, I don't think that there's a single sober person near me the hospital's 30 minutes away they're trying to get me to call an ambulance i'm like no sis i'm getting paid 350 a week before taxes I'm not paying for an ambulance <laughs> before taxes so um, <laughs> thank you yeah. like i'm not equity so i'm not i don't have that contract so this guy who is sober just in life offers to drive me <laughs> to like Mr. McMahon yeah, type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he like wait, what yeah, do you I mean? Know, he like, he like doesn't <laughs> he doesn't drink wait for it ever. Weird. Ever. So he said that he would drive me to the hospital. So him and my friend Drew mm-hmm. drive me to the hospital. I have a blanket wrapped around me because I'm like literally in shock. I'm like freezing. This is the middle of summer. Like I and we get to the hospital. They check me. I'm there until four in the morning. And they finally, they give me all these tests. They check my blood, all these things. And at this point I can like laugh about it a little bit. And they tell me this has to be just like dehydration and exhaustion. Like it, you know, there's, you didn't have enough weed for it to affect you. And like, you didn't have enough alcohol for it to affect you. Like all of this stuff. And I'm like, okay. They're like, your, your blood is great. Your head is great. Like everything. They're telling me that like, I'm a perfect bill of health, which is like just a lie. (laughs) And, and I'm your blood is great. Yeah, and I'm like, your head is great. great. Perfect bill of health. It's crazy. And so I'm like, okay. And so Drew is like, so you're telling me that there's nothing wrong with him after he just had three seizures in a row and doesn't remember half of his night. Like you just, this is, that's it. Mind you, I also want to keep in mind that this bill was, wait for it, 
three thousand dollars. Yeah, that sounds about right too. For the hospital bill for you, it was a private bill. It was a private hospital in Colorado, and it was the only one. The closest one would have been like two hours away, and we were in the mountains, and so that's what they figured out, and that is like my story of how I had seizures based off of nothing. That's the first time. And it, it was happened. a, it's a still an open case. The second time <laughs> is where it gets dicey. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. To be continued. Should I go on or should you? It gets dicey. Jamie. Is that's where it gets dicey. <laughs> Jamie, I think that you should. We're about 5K in Actually, the hole yeah. already and now it's getting should dicey. We, yeah. Should we <laughs> yeah. continue with Jamie's half of the story or should we go to story um what do we think is a good what do you think is a good i it's kind of sherlock holmesy to I know. cut away to another story and then the second half of our tale you, you tell I think us let's go to okay yeah let's go for i would love to i want to be i want yeah, to yeah we could do a little let's bit. conan doyle it so i had i had one night um i want to say i think it was a summer ago and i was at home i was back in jersey with like a ton of homies uh, we had a couple of cars. We were at a bowling alley. It was just like a Friday night, like nothing to do. We were like, let's just go. But you know what I mean? Let's just go bowl. We'll drink a shitload of fucking Heineken. It'll be dope. You know what I mean? We'll beat the shit out of each other in bowling. We'll drink a ton of beer and then we'll just fucking <laughs> drive home. We'll just go home, you know? So like you do <laughs> casual, like you do. Right. You know what I mean, I mean so, James Bond <laughs> is the face of Heineken. That guy's driving everywhere after his uh, shaking not stirs. You know what I'm and saying? He's not driving a Honda Accord 1999. No, he's okay? driving an Aston he's Martin as fast as he a fucking can. 2018 Aston Martin Vantage. On the ice. You know what I mean? The guy loves to so, drink and drive. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear another thing about drinking and driving because I've, I've seen it happen. It works out for James Bond. Some, somebody showed a video of me doing it the next day. I've seen it happen a thousand times. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the episode where we all confess. I've seen crimes. a GTA style video, okay, where it happened to me and I was fine. Okay, so I don't want to fucking hear it from anyone. All right. So <laughs> I saw a TikTok of me peeling out of the Wendy's parking lot at 5 a.m. No, ma'am. In a in a Scion XT. Oh no. All right. <laughs> all right so all right, we finish up. It's like kind of getting late now. And there's some shit in the car. You know what I mean? We had some shit in the car with us. And uh, we stopped by to <laughs> to a gas station to hey, get some rolling papers, like get some shit because there was bud in the front seat and it was like just on the seat <clears throat> next to my boy's foot. So we peel out of <laughs> Wendy's parking lot. We peel, we peel out of the gas station. And um, fuck, I actually forgot that this happened. So we peeled, we peeled out of the gas station. And uh, like immediately after, we get pulled over by the cops. And everyone's hammered in the car. Oh the driver, in, like specifically, like my boy's hammered. We were all whacked in the car. My buddy is mid rolling a J in the front seat with the grinder by his feet, hides the grinder with his foot, throws all the weed back in the grinder. Three cops come out, right? There are two cars, three cops come out. My buddy is in the driver's seat of his Porsche Panamera with bowling shoes on (laughs) that he stole from the bowling alley. (laughs) No, it's so whimsical. (laughs) The cop goes, where are you coming from? And he goes, ah, you know, chilling. We uh, we just we went bowling. Like we're heading back. You know, we all live, we all live in this county. And the cop goes, yeah, no, I could see that you went bowling. Um, are those your bowling shoes? And they were the type that are like red and blue clown shoes, where they got like the size number on the back in a fucking circle. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, these are mine. I take them with me everywhere I go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and the cops like all right that's absolutely not true like let me see some license and registration and we're like oh my god so there's everyone's hammered there's bud in the front seat everyone has a weed pen on them everyone's fuck. we're going to jail like everyone's everyone's fucked big fuck right and my buddy <laughs> who's driving uh is like you know like a well-connected dude has like gold cards um, you know, PBA gold cards. So it's essentially a get out of jail free uh-huh. card. I don't know if you guys are familiar with those. No, do elaborate. <laughs> and 
Yeah. So essentially, if you're a family member of a cop or you're a family member of a fallen cop in the line of duty, you get a gold or a silver card. And if you show one of these cards, they're given by the Police Benevolent Association to members um, to be able to give to family members and shit. So to encourage their project to commit crimes. 100%. I love this exactly fucking what country. We were doing. You know what I mean? New Jersey, New York, you guys have absolutely no fucking idea what goes that. on. I want that. It's incredible because we had absolutely no business. What if you're in love with a cop that's there. fallen? Could I could I fall in love with a cop? <laughs> yeah. That is fallen. If I'm sleeping with a cop. If he do I get you that in his will? <laughs> what if I what if I visit a cop's grave like 20 times? Can I get one like a punch card? <laughs> what if this is like a Kristen Wiig thing where like I bake him a cake? And I leave it on his front I would step do a and lot for a cop. What if right? I show like, them my <laughs> Starbucks gold card and offer to blow them? Do I get the real card? Well, they would accept <laughs> That's the a favor and then they'd put you in the back seat is what they would do. Oh, no, for bribery. <laughs> that sounds fun. Yeah. yeah. With, you know, with, with their loads already emptied. That's how this shit works in New Jersey, man. This shit <laughs> oh is not God. a fucking game. Right? So... <laughs> so, so this guy has an illegal card that should not exist on him right no this guy has a, a monopoly you know get out of jail free card and like gives it to him but like does it the way that he always does it when he gives them because he's given a couple of them right? oh shit and it's like license <laughs> pe- like gold PBA card registration underneath so the cop goes oh okay license oh okay PBA card oh okay registration in his name right and essentially like we're waiting for 10 or so minutes in the car, I'm like, yo, I think we might be going to fucking jail, dude. <laughs> like, I think, we, I think we might be fucked. Like, we've gotten out of some shit before, uh, but I don't really know if we're going to get out of this one. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do with this pen. I'm going to fucking launch it out the window. My buddy's like, dude, fuck your pen. There's a grinder with bud in it sitting underneath my shoelace. Like, what am I supposed to do? Guy comes back gives us the cards back and he's like all right get home immediately like right home i'm not fucking around we're gonna tail you until you get out of the town and he was like thank you officer like this big guinea's like thank you officer rolls up the window peel out of the cop stop right which like think about this we're peeling like we're peeling out of the cop stop in this porsche no fucks given we get on the highway we're doing like 100 miles an hour trying to get the fuck out of the town Windows what? open and everyone that is sounds counterproductive. Everyone's screaming, dude, because we just got away with murder. Dude, cop stop. First of all, cop stop. My favorite burger joint. I'm not allowed into. <laughs> Secondly, <laughs> I don't see how speeding out of a town is any better while drunk. Is any Did better than going tell, to Didn't jail? I tell you that he had he had bowling shoes on in the fucking driver's seat? I already told you is that. It, wait, part, which right? character in the tail we has were. the gold card? Is it the bowling? Is it bowling shoes or is it uh, grinder shoelace? Of course, it's bowling shoes. Fuck. He's like, I look like a clown, but I roll like Did a. Did the bowling alley? report it i i think they just like saw oh you know what it was we peeled out of the gas station without our headlights on. oh that's i got i got gotten for headlights so much rookie move gotta get the automatics i almost answered a cop one time he's like you've been driving a while without your headlights and i was in high school and i was like i have great vision (laughs) um but this is before the body cams and like i knew like how much danger i was in so right, right, right. Now for the thrilling conclusion of okay. CJ dies in Jamie's arms. Yeah, you haven't even you haven't even heard the part that relates to Jamie yet. How exciting is that? Yeah, it's correct. True. She's not interested. She hasn't. Only briefly. She's made a cameo. Jamie, take it away. Yeah. Okay. So we only had one day off a week, um, and on one of our days off, we decided that we wanted to drive down to Denver because to be in civilization and. For something to do. Um, so I think me, CJ, and two other people drive down Drew to Drew and Kira. Drew and Kira. And um, we're all like driving down. We're almost there. CJ's driving. Because he's the one who has the car that summer. And our friend Kira is like, anybody want a Chew? And we're all like, yes. So <laughs> we take a Chew, And we're like walking around. We're like shopping. We're like eating at places it's super fun we go into this restaurant and we all sit down and we all like are like probably like feeling our edible like it's like 3 p.m too yeah yeah and we 
all like get <coughs> each order like a cocktail from this happy hour menu. So we're all sitting there drinking it. We're almost done. We're about ready to leave. And then we're sitting on this like circular kind of couch thing. And CJ starts like sweating. And Kira looks at him because I don't notice anything's wrong. And Kira looks at him, our friend, and goes, hey, are you okay? And he went, I don't feel good. And then just passes out on her for kind of a while. And I <laughs> Well, and hold on. I, so what I, what I, <laughs> kind of a while. Wait, what I want to say is that we were sitting there and right before that, I said, I go, you guys, like, because let's also keep in mind that I decided to do this edible. <laughs> like, not only was I knowingly driving at the beginning and the end of the day, but I was oh. like, yeah, I'll take this edible again after because, you know, that wasn't the reason that I had my seizures. And and Hell I yeah. was sitting there and I looked at them and I was like, you guys, like, I'm starting to feel it a little bit. Like, I'm like excited because up until <laughs> then, well. yeah, up until then, I really hadn't like felt like the edibles very much. <laughs> like, I was just like, oh, I don't really feel that high. But everyone around me is like glazed. They felt yeah. you. And when she asked me if I was okay, <laughs> I, I looked around and because I, I was silent for like a little bit. And for up too until, long. Yeah, which is yeah rare for me. <laughs> up until then, Drew was the only one that had experienced this. Jamie didn't, wasn't there until I, the end. Was, and Kira hadn't been there at all. She was the one that didn't know where I was. Well, because she like caught you kind of, because you were like landing on her. And then I was like, oh my God. <gasps> and Drew looked at me and he was just like, he was like, this sucks, right? <laughs> And I was like, oh, 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 okay, okay. And, oh, God, because I'm crossfaded at this point. I'm very cross. Oh, and yeah. And so are we all. And then he, like, comes to, and he's like, oh, my God. It was like he was More literally than Jesus. Like, resurrected from the dead. He's like, <laughs> like, and I was like. Also like Jesus. Yeah. And I was like, hey, do you want to go to the bathroom? And he, CJ was like, uh-huh. And I was like, okay, I'll take you to the bathroom. So I went with CJ to the bathroom. I like went in with him. I was just like, just splash some water on your face. And I was kind of giving him some space because I didn't want him to feel claustrophobic or, you know, any of that stuff. And well, so and it was it was weird, too, because this time, like the first time I, I didn't know what was happening. Like when I woke up, it was almost like I didn't really know, like I didn't have a memory of what happened. But this set of times, <laughs> this set of times, every time I woke up, it was almost like I was like, fuck again like, why yeah. did this happen again <laughs> so he's like splashing water on his face i'm a little bit away and then he just stops turns off the sink and doesn't look at me but he goes can you hold me and i was like oh, 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 oh. So i go over and i hold him for a second and he fully passes out on top of me for oh a you very, thought it was for for a very long time <laughs> i am crossfaded alone in a bathroom in denver where our driver is literally not moving and so i'm just like i'm like six up. feet tall too and jamie's and like I am not even five foot i am 11 <laughs> so like my I'm whole like, body I, and i was like cj 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 and i just kept tap, tapping him i was remaining very calm and after i'm not trying to exaggerate here maybe like 45 seconds a long time he comes to looks at me and goes are you okay and then passes out oh. fully on top of me again. I can't, oh I can't hold him. So I fall to the ground. Oh my God. I fall oh and I God. start sobbing because he's like kind of convulsing. <laughs> he's passed out. He's not coming to. And I'm like, CJ, please. And I'm like sobbing. Oh A waiter comes into the bathroom. Oh, no. And I'm like, don't you dare say a word. Everything's fine. Just shut up. And then you gave him a gold card, <laughs> and the waiter's <laughs> like, all right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, filet mignon coming yeah. right up, man. Like, uh, they're like and asking then, her, they're like, do we need to call an ambulance? And Jamie's like, no, don't you call anyone. I was like, shut up. And then he like left, and I was like, just get out. And then I was like, CJ, CJ. And he was out for longer this time. Like, uh, like I don't want to say like two minutes. I want to say two minutes. I think. Well, let's say no, two minutes. No, I really think. I really think <laughs> that it was a long time because you were really scared after that time. You were like CJ the last time. Like I can't even talk about it. Well, that was the time where we like we, we because couldn't. you were out for so long and you weren't responding to me and I was like slapping your face and so he like he woke up a classic cure and he was like I need to go in the stall. Wait, hold on. No, hold on. we can tell CJ this part, Jamie. Wait, I, I feel I feel part? safe. I feel safe. Okay. 
I literally at the end of the day, you can ask me to bleep anything I've you want. I've been forbidden to tell this part <laughs> yeah, for yeah. years up until now, so it's good I can finally talk about it. But I this. think every everyone everyone can hear it. This is okay. It. Good. So he's like, I need to go into the bathroom, and I was like, okay. Well, so I said I feel sweaty. <laughs> so he goes <laughs> into the bathroom, and he's in there for a while, and I'm like CJ, and I kind of peek in, and he's sitting on the toilet, and he goes, um. I think I need new pants. And I was like, what? And CJ, very, obviously he's upset, but he's like, I pissed my pants. And I was like, oh, and he was like, I can't go out there. So I had a sweater wrapped around my waist. So I was like, take my tiny sweater, wrap it around your waist. And so he leaves the bathroom, sits down. And I was like, I the had- entire restaurant staring at me. I swear to God, like I'm not even being like paranoid. Like, like families they are looking at happened. me. The waiters and waitresses are like standing around <laughs> because, talking. Like they're like, oh, like, what just happened? He literally has clearly pissed his pants. I am beet red. <laughs> I have just been sobbing. I'm very high, and like I'm like I have to run to H and M to get him pants. So I run to H and M to. To get him pants, I definitely get lost on the way back because it took a very long time. I couldn't remember where we were. Took like 40 minutes. So he changes his pants and then we get in the car and we're like, you know what we need? We really wanted to go to Voodoo Donut. I think we should still do it. So we went. I thought you were going to say, you know what we really need? A designated driver. Oh yeah, I didn't drive. <laughs> no, I told you. I told you we don't yeah, do we DVDs don't. on this trip, bro. <laughs> so we went and got donuts. So wait, very important part of the story. Our friend Kira was the one that drove my car oh, home. Kira and, and I, I, I forgot to tell that. Kira and I were literally arguing for a long time. We're like, <laughs> I could do it. I could do it. And when one of us would be like, okay, you should do it. The, the other one would be like, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of really high right now. And you're like, okay. And then we go argue again and be like, I could do it. I could do it. Okay, should you? Uh, I, I don't think I should do it. But no, okay. It went on for a long time. She did it eventually. But the, yeah, the the sad thing is, is that we somehow landed on Kira being the one to drive my car, even though quite literally like a month later, she totals my car <laughs> in that same summer. Yeah, she gets into a car accident, but so that's not what? that story. I know, this but still, she, <laughs> we chose her to be the one that drove my car and when that did. bitch couldn't be responsible <laughs> enough. Anyway. She did. She got us home, though. And so then we're all like going Barely. home after getting donuts. And I'm like, clearly, <laughs> Barely, yeah. I'm clearly like in like having like an out of body experience. Not to make this we're, one about me. <laughs> we're in CJ line to get donuts and everyone is like, they're all like staring at me as if I could drop it any second. And I'm like, standing you, there, I'm, like you guys, you I'm did. fine. So we're going in the car on the way home. And I, CJ and I are both in the back seat, and he looks at me and he just touches my arm. He's like, Listen, I'm going to take a nap. I'm not gonna, this is not me passing out. And then sleeps the rest of the car. And then I cried for like a week after because it was so traumatizing. She literally, we couldn't. I, I went, I got home and I went like straight to sleep and then like could not, like the whole next day, I was just like not even a human being. But the, Jamie and Kristen did take me to get Chinese food, but Jamie and I, like, we couldn't, like, look at each other. Like, it was, like, it was, like, as if we were, like, two friends that, like, accidentally slept together, and then we were, like, well, I, we can't yeah. look at I mean, yeah. technically, look at technically, CJ, you did accidentally sleep <laughs> on top of I her. I did. I did. If anybody I really mentioned did. it, I would immediately, like, start crying. Immediately. Yeah. It, immediately. Wasn't even- <laughs> it was, like, it was <laughs> triggering... It wasn't even a what? bit like for the first time in our lives. This was not a bit that we were coming up with. Like if we brought it up, she would start <laughs> crying and she would be like, I can't, I can't talk. I can't talk about it. I can't talk about it. I really didn't know if he was going to wake up that, that second time. It was horrible. And it was crazy. It. And a, but a funny, like very small anecdote is that this other guy, like a couple weeks later, this had not happened to like anybody, but we obviously figured out that it had to do with the edibles. We were sitting in Jamie and Kristen's cabin and he had had like an edible or whatever. And we look over at him and I was like, are you okay? Cause his face got really white and he was like, yeah, I'm fine. He walked out of the cabin. 
exact same thing happened and i was like i was like a rescue hero i was like no i'm i got it <laughs> not the exact same thing happened he didn't You're right. fully he fell to the floor and was dizzy he passed out he passed I fully, out i fully believe though it's like has to do with like the edibles that you took it wasn't like indica or sativa it was a hybrid it was and a so hybrid like when yeah. you did that hybrid and then like mix it with some sort of alcohol i think it has some sort of chemical reaction in your brain that like did not oh no yeah but it was so yeah, weird no, because no. i had I, a sip I, like it shit. wasn't even like you i was like drinking drink. no the mojito i did not i've had it where alcohol like activates something where it's like we're like oh i don't feel it i don't feel it i take like a sip of wine or something and i'm like Activate. Come with Activate. me <laughs> and we'll be. It, yeah. it, it was probably the craziest time of my life. And like still to this day, well, because obviously after the first time I told my parents about it because I didn't know what it was. So I was honestly kind of scared and I had to like talk to my stage manager and my directors and like explain to them like, I'm not a drug addict. <laughs> like I'm, I don't, I'm like, I promise you, I, you know, how drug addicts yeah, I'm not a drug addict. <laughs> and they were like, honestly, I thought that you were just really fucked up. <laughs> And I was like, well, <laughs> who's to say? We don't know. But my who's parents to say? My parents were like, you were roofied. You were absolutely roofied. And I was like, I oh my God. And so then when I told them, like they came to visit me at the end of the summer and my mom was like telling my aunt who was visiting, she was like, and do you know what happened? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, then it happened a second time. <laughs> my mom was like, are you? It happened every my time. My mom was like, you have got to be kidding me you're telling me that you had seizures and then you tried it a second time. And I was like, yes, I'm telling you. Are you familiar with YOLO mama? Yes. (laughs) My parents still to this day think I am just like, they're like, I cannot believe you. And I told my brother and he was like, yeah, he was like, Hey, Hey, bring me home some edibles. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, I want to try it for sure. Yeah. for sure. Well, have that whole fucking cookie on the other side of the coin. Cause these tales have all been about, friendship and looking out for each other <laughs> i have a story that takes place on bourbon street in new orleans but does does anyone have a story of where you were like you look at all your companions and you say leave him leave him to the city yes all right yeah, jamie i can't talk about that jamie one tell here. your tale and then i'll close with my story that's <laughs> definitely not as colorful as this masterpiece you two have crafted in the style it's, of conan doyle thank you, thank you so much acts. the fans have really been waiting for it so thank you for being patient for with being our, our details oh, that shit was um, worth it holy shit <laughs> <laughs> um this story's short um it happened in this mine too yeah it happened in the same place but a year before um, just to preface, oh. every year for these at the beginning of these contracts, we get training on what happens if we are like introduced with wild animals, like how we should act if we see a bear and like all that kind of shit. Because that's how far up in the Rockies yeah. we are. So I'm walking very late at night with two friends of mine. You actually know one of them, Chris. It was Cecilia. Yeah. Um, we're walking home from a bar very late at night and we all had like a couple drinks, but very like I want to say like maybe six feet away from us. It's like pitch dark. I see that there's a bear. Mm -mm. And without saying anything, Mm. I turn and I run as fast as I can in the opposite direction, leaving them. (laughs) And then they go, and I heard them go, Jamie, what the hell? And then I was already hidden. I was, I ran so fast. And then they went fucking bear and ran. And then came after me and they were like, First of all, you're not supposed to run. Second of all, did you just leave us for dead? And I was like, you know what? I did. And now I and now I know how yeah. <laughs> I would react in those kinds of situations. I didn't leave you for dead. I left you for the bear. Yeah. <laughs> Who's to say what the bear was going to do? That's on him. Yeah. So now I know. Literally, oh though. God. Now you know. That shit's scary. Yes, now you know. That is yeah. fight or flight. You can't turn back. Well, I was on a tour and we were in New Orleans and I had just lost a very close friend. So I was not, New Orleans was not necessarily the best place uh, on paper for me to go. Uh, but I was there and it actually be, it was a very healing and cathartic experience to go to New Orleans. But uh, Love I, New Orleans. so it's great energy to the place. Um, and there's the first night out and we're like, it's time to go to Bourbon Street. It's time to do it. And so how you do Bourbon Street, uh, my recommendation is to have what you would consider a regular, very full bodied night of drinking elsewhere on Frenchman Street. And then you go to Bourbon Street. 
And all of the fixins of Bourbon Street include, you know, Gatorade tankards of hurricanes that are like two to three dollars. Grenades. And they'll just grenades. Mm-hmm. We, I, mm-hmm. I, so the mm-hmm. night just for me is in vignettes. And so one of them is the I got a big old hurricane. And then another one takes place in a neon room that was like neon yellow. And it was the grenade headquarters, like tropical cafe or something. And there was like a Eagles cover band playing, which I hate the Eagles. <laughs> and I was like, wow, this is weird. And then two Take girls, two girls from our cast were making out. And I was nice. like, well, I don't know. This is Bourbon Street. <laughs> And I think I was leaning out over like Birdman style, like leaning out over a balcony, looking like really introspectively out at all the madness below was another one. Uh, And then a a guy on our trip who had a tendency to overdrink fell into the gutter and we all are there and he's really tall. He's taller than me. So he's like over six foot, four feet tall. And we all look at each other and we, you know, have not had our fill yet. Everyone's still very conscious and we're looking and we look around and I say two words that I I've not told people I said or or uh, am proud of. And I say, leave him. I think. And then (laughs) and I let that reverb. And there's this look of like this conspiratorial look across the cast. And there's just some of them are just slight nods and some of them are just straight looks like. It's the right thing to do. And then I, to clarify, <laughs> to further indemnify myself, I say another five words that are worse. And I say, leave him to the city. <laughs> <laughs> like he was like a garbage bag. <laughs> you sound like Batman. And then, leave him to the city. <laughs> and That's so New Orleans, God, bro. God bless my friend, who is our just, killer stage manager best in the business as far as i'm concerned because as i'm staring at french jesus which was another vignette later on in the night just standing uh contemplating what i would have to confess the next day depending on what happened to and she she's there he's he's over her shoulder like his arms over her shoulder like uh like a vet i was like we're doing this you're taking him we're not leaving him to the city <laughs> just to clarify and that was about halfway sure. through my night on bourbon street <laughs> so bourbon street is definitely a place for friends and friendship and also just self-discovery because i was ready to leave him to the city um and he listens to the show so shoot us an email to sorius podcast at gmail.com c-n-s-o-r-i-o-u-s podcast at gmail.com we'll work through this uh follow us <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool with that. Follow yeah. us on Twitter at Sensorious Podcast. Follow our dear friends at Drink Wine Spill Tea. D R I N K W I N E S P I L L T E A. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you spell all the spelling. words right. Yeah. <laughs> Those are all the words. Happy Cinco de Mayo, everyone. Uh, we're having a great time over here. We wish you all the best. Uh, give everyone a follow on Spotify and SoundCloud. Rate and review on iTunes. Drink Wine Spill Tea. And censorious podcast. Otherwise, unless anyone has any other crimes to confess, I think we're ready to say, wash your hands and feet. We love you. We fear you. Hey. Good night. Passes out for kind of a while. <laughs>